Scale. This song's written by Chaz Andres at Chaz Andres. It's Chaz with an S. Jackson Brown, somebody's baby. Uh, oh, is that your whole thing? That's the intro? Yeah. Uh, this, is, uh, this, right. is a le- this is a level temps, 10 stumper here in the intro. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is, has, he has a great doobie bounce, uh, but it's fucking Jackson Brown. Yeah. I Singer-songwriter. Know. Yeah. What's this guy gonna... This guy's uh, no I, saw, I saw Jackson Brown with Billy Bragg and Wayne Kramer a few years ago, and couldn't understand why Jackson Brown was there. Much in the same way I can't understand why Jackson Brown would be Yacht Rock. This is, uh, this is a no for me. When I was a kid, I thought this was Billy Joel. Yeah. That doesn't... I, you're crazy. You can't deny this bounce day. You're, you're a, handsome. Has a great listen, bounce. Listen to what's convince you, okay? This bounce is confidently smooth, but it's still rocking. The protagonist is a fool. It's of the era when even Jackson Brown and a full-on album of Yacht Rock session guys is seduced onto the scene. Uh, the, the only names on this song uh, I think that we touched on before have been Russ Kunkel and Bob Glob. Mm-hmm. Uncle Kunkel. Yeah, and but those guys have been like they they're on everything of this era for the main part. They're not like specific specific to yacht rock. Another thing, this album kind of thumbs its nose at yacht rock. Uh, it's 1982. This is like peak era yacht rock. This is when they're all rich at this point. Uh, not a single certified yacht rocker, but a bunch of Eagles and Stevie Nicks, Jimmy Buffett, Graham Nash, and Paco. Poco. <laughs> is Loggins on this song? Uh, closest thing we get is a Loggins penned rocker uh, by De- Don Felder from the, uh, from the Eagles with logs in the background. Uh, which is, by the way, kind of yachty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, that's the background, not the song. Hunter, was it you that had the story about being at a concert with Jackson Brown and he was just blowing farts? <laughs> no. Somebody had that story. It might be... I don't remember who it was, well, but... get that straight. You never Jackson, remember who it was. Jackson is. Brown was standing right in front of them and just was farting up a storm. It's probably your friend Gatherer. Maybe. So at its core, the song is an easygoing pop song with palpable nods to R&B. It's not ideal, but I think it's there. Um, and I also think about the Rick Springfield song we put on the boat, and I feel like this is, this is similar. Um, we get us one up. A 60. Wow, that's really on the boat. Sorry, yeah. Dave, I stepped on your toes. No, no, that's all right. It's a 48 for me. I just don't, I don't see it there. Are we going to fight? Wait, you thought this was no. Billy, Billy Joel? If you gave it a 10, we'd fight, but 48's... Okay. Well, no, right. when I was a kid, I'd, I'd hear this come on, and I just assumed it was Billy Joel. And if it was Billy Joel, what number would you give it? 31. <laughs> Hollywood Steve Huey. I think this is about the yachtiest Jackson Brown ever got, but I'm not sure it's enough for me. Like, you know, he's a mellow singer-songwriter guy. Singer-songwriter stuff is rarely, if ever, yacht rock. This is his least singer-songwritery hit. It's like, it's more like a good old-fashioned pop, pop song. Um, I'm gonna give it a 40. 40. Um, it's got a, it's got that doobie bounce. I don't hate it. I don't like this guitar. It's, it's a dumb guitar. It's yeah, a, it's a bad. That's it's a bad, just standard rock song. Like they're really fucking phoning that in. Like make it interesting if you're gonna fucking do it. Yeah, if those if those assholes in the yacht rock review played this song, I'd be annoyed. Not me, because I think it's on the boat. Hmm. So I I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a 51. Because I I do think the do, the bounce gets it there. Yeah. And for 
And for a Jackson Brown song, he's so close. And wasn't he married to uh, to Carly Simon? I don't know. No, I can't keep everybody was married to Carly Simon. Wait, who was he? I, I canceled my subscription to Yacht Rock Gossip years ago. Or he had a relationship with her at the time. Anyways. I think uh, you're thinking of Paul Simon. What, what number do you give it? Uh, I give it a 51, but it gets a 49.75. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Nope. Volume 24 of the Beyond Yacht Rock Podcast. We're going to rate these songs on the Yasky scale, you sons of guns. I, f- uh, I finished my bag of... Uh, what a pro. Uh, I finished my bag of Fritos, so this next segment will not be as crunchy. And it should be. Well, this is... Name of the band. This is written in by Barry Kirkland. At Barry Kirkland. Not Kirkland. Barry Kirkland. At Barry Kirkland. This is Sexy Toast with Oloretta. Uh, and Barry says, would love to see if you'd welcome... Oh, oh, that was distracting. Would love to see if you'd welcome it aboard the modern deck. Uh, and by the way, the, I think the band is huge fans of the show. They, they said, hey, how's it going on Twitter? Oh, cool. Yeah. The band Sexy Toast is yeah. a fan of our podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so while we're talking about sex on toast, uh, let's talk about their song. Is this Sex on Toast? Is yeah. that the name of the band? <laughs> <laughs> Sexy Toast. I like that better. Change yeah, your name. Yeah, you like true. our podcast so much, change your name. You really aren't getting that famous as Sex on Toast. Sexy Toast, I think you'll sell a couple more albums. Yeah. <laughs> you bring up a very good point. Mm-hmm. Sexy Toast sounds better. Like, you yeah. just yeah. imagine a nice piece of Sexy Toast. Yep. Yeah. Instead of a nice Who piece Who doesn't want to fuck toast? Yeah, yeah, I'm getting getting worked up just thinking about it. Hot butter and jam? Come on. Uh, so I watched their video. Toast, and, uh, toast fucking. Yeah, I certainly want to perform cunnilingus on toast. Mm. Yes. Take it too far. Eat it. Just eat it in my mouth. <laughs> the whole piece of toast. Anybody else uncomfortable? I just want to get through this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm the one. I'm, okay, go ahead. I watched their video and everybody is, uh, you know, well-dressed and good-looking. Mm. Uh, at least in the beginning. Um... And uh, sure enough, they're from Australia, where uh, where good-looking people are from, uh, and where handsome and, and uh, dreamy uh, Roger Vudoris, Vud- Vudoris, yeah, yeah, that's where he made it big. Uh, Australia, hard pass for me then. Well, they appreciated a good-looking yacht rocker where America didn't. Yeah, the sound is right, but the lyrics kind of take me out of it, and it's more than a little tongue-in-cheek. I'm just not quite buying it. It's it's close, but it does miss. Although I want to be very clear about this, I'm seeking out this song because I want to play it at my next dinner party. Steve, what are you feeling like? I feel like that bounces right on. Um, the gang vocals kind of take me out of it a little bit. Yeah, sort it's, of a Swing and Medallions vibe. Yeah, it's like the the yobs down from the local pub all getting together. Hey, let's go sing on the record, eh? That's not an Australian accent, by the way. Can you do it in Australian? I can't. It's a very difficult accent. What if you accent. said, let's throw a ship on the Barbie and then went into it? Why don't you just go vomit on the toilet and we'll record it? That'll sound like Australian. <laughs> Hunter, what do you think about this song? Uh, I, I, I like it. I think it might get on the boat barely. Uh, but uh, I think they minimized the guitar. These yeah. modern guys. They this flugelhorn bit sounds pretty nice, though. They, they get a little too wacky with it with stuff like that. Yeah. I think they could make it a straight-up song. Um, 
It's it's too tongue in cheek. And the video is definitely tongue in cheek. Yeah. They're like they're having they're they're not just they're enjoying having a good time. We all like having a good time. But 42. Yeah, but they're sexy. But I do want to say I, I want to make a point about me being a full of shit hypocrite. Yeah. My favorite, which I've constantly pushed to an annoying degree, is Heart to Heart with Kenny Loggins. Mm -hmm. No guitar on it. That's fine. Not it's a got, single guitar on it. Everything you else. Fucking hypocrite. And it has sax on it instead. That's fine you because it's a pile of shit. I know. I I'm, I'm I deserve whippings and I will do that. And I've done it. Uh, no amount of flagellation can purify you, Hunter. Um, well, I'll see if I can get there. Anyways. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give a Sexy Toast, who are big fans of the show, I'm going to give them an 80, but Sex on Toast with O Loretta, I'm giving them a 50. We're out of the line. I disagree with you guys about the sound being right on this. I think being cool and soulful white people in the new millennium does not instantly make you Yacht Rock. Uh, I'll give some points for Smoothitude. Um, or, I think this is drawing much more from cookout jazz or cool funk than yacht rock. And Parts give it, of it. Yeah, I'm gonna give it points for smoothitude. Hold on, I gotta pause this. Okay, um, but I'm also gonna give it a modern day demerit. No matter where it falls in the boat, it's a fun song. Good job, guys, uh, on the song not being Australian. That's an abject failure, creating a black stain on the planet. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a forty. The thirty-three. <laughs> thirty-three. Wait. 33 is 30. what I'm giving it. Um, you should, I, I like how I, I used to be the one to give Australia a lot of guff, and I've dialed that back a lot. Uh, I like Australia now. Hey, they brought it. us Peter Allen. What do we got? Exactly. I haven't given a number yet. Oh, give a number. I would have just barely put it on the boat at 52. 52. Dave, mm. what did you give it again? I gave it a 42. 42. Fucking asshole. <clears throat> it gets a 44.25. Nope. I like I like how Dave con he, he constantly walks. I wanted to comment on this earlier. You constantly walk that line. You your first statement is usually, "I like it, but but it's not enough for me." Yeah. Which is like, so he could go high or low without mm -hmm. making a mm -hmm. good point. It's very non-committal. Um, number two is written in by Joe Donahue. This is Bobby Caldwell coming down from love. Uh, Again with a Bobby Caldwell. A lot of wow. Bobby Caldwell questions, but yeah. he's, a, he's a tough one, so they're good questions. Uh, Joe asks, Yacht or Yacht is hard to pick a song off this album. It's also Yacht. And if he's is self-including in, self in terms of personnel, but he's a definite Yacht rocker, and this track is unquestionably Yachty. How high does it go? The sky is the limit. Actually, Joe, 100 is a limit, but let's see how close it gets. Hunter? Yeah. Okay, so again, um, this is his second album, 1980's Cat, Cat in the Hat. It's uh, <laughs> oh. a horrible name. I hope it's uh, that's the name, because now it sounds too stupid. It and does I wrote sound this stupid. a long time ago. Uh, it, this is when they made the huge mistake of exposing his uh, bearded whiteness on yeah. the cover. Um, big mistake. Yeah. Hey, you you want to you wanna think this guy's black. Yeah. And they, they, got the, they got the note on that after this album. Uh, he was still, again, one album away from getting that full-fledged L.A. approval. He was still in Miami, but God damn it, this guy figured it out on his own. Uh, the only notable names are Andy Newmark from Sly and the Family Stone, who's had, as we've gone along, has a lot of Yacht Rock cred. He's like, he's kind of a guy you don't, you call if you can't get Jeffrey Jeff. 
Mm-hmm. Which you can probably you probably, you probably got, can. Yeah, probably it's not Jeffrey. It's, Jeff. He's not. He's not exclusive. And then, and then George Chocolate Perry on this with Chocolate Katie. Perry. Yeah, you love that guy. I want to learn more about Chocolate Perry. <laughs> How did he get his nickname? Red. I'm starting to feel like he's just Bobby Caldwell's guy. <laughs> but hey, you, he can do it. You think he eats a lot of chocolate? That's why they call him that. Probably. I, I'm gonna give this a. He crapped his pants on the bus one day and they started calling him chocolate. I, I had so many questions. I'm, I'm going to give this, this is, uh, this, I'm dialing it down a little bit be, from the last time we talked about Bobby Caldwell because I think I gave that a really high number because I had a good guitar in it. This, this is, he's starting to, he's starting to lose that, those rocking elements and he's going smooth. He's going straight to like the jazz stuff. I think, wait. I'm full of shit. There it is. Beautiful Bobby Caldwell. Mm-hmm. That's now your nickname. Uh, Beautiful Bobby? Yeah. 80. I gave him 86 last time. I'm going to give him an 85. Ah. One less, I feel, than the last one. Um, this- I just want to find more about Chocolate Perry. Like, refrigerator was already taken. Admiral wasn't good enough. So many questions. So this song starts pretty straightforward soul, and then it pretty quickly there's a jazzy chord change. And just a verse that zlurgs instead of zags, and it made me go, yep, that's Yacht Rock. And the pre-chorus with the falsettos would make me pre-cum if hearing Yacht Rock elements got me sexually eager. Give this son of a gun 82. Oh, there's a big, there's a big toe to hold line on that. There is. Yeah. Like beautiful bounce, yeah. yeah. There is. Yeah, that piano break just a few seconds ago was, was right on. I'm high 70s on this one. I'm going to go 78. You like it, but it's just not there. It's not quite. So what was that again? Sorry. 78. 78. I think that's a good number. That's a good number. Steve, did you give a number yet? No, the more I listened to this, the more I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's definite. Yeah. So my number has been climbing in my head steadily as the song has gone on. I'm going to put it right at uh, 80. An 81.25. Yacht Rock. All right, song number three, written by Gareth Smith. This is Boskeg's JoJo Boskeg's coming at us again. He's a challenge all the time. Uh, Gareth writes, "Gotta think Boskeg's JoJo with him being backed by four members of Toto has to raid his yacht. Have uh, have sent BYR an email with more details. He must have sent an email. I didn't write that email with more details. We can do it ourselves, Gareth. We don't need details." Thanks, Gareth. Thanks for listening, yeah, you piece thanks. of shit. Thanks a lot. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hunt down that email. Uh, just so we can, we're just gonna go with mouthfeel on this one. We know Boz tends to be yacht rock, but this song, his songs are not a guarantee. No, I love it. This is on the boat for me. Uh, it's got the obvious Toto backing. Um, this little Ray Parker, Michael Boddicker yacht soul crossover sound on here. It's got a Lenny Castro on percussions. Good use of percussion on this, my guy. Uh, Percussion's important. Yeah, I think I think they substituted the uh, percussion for electric guitar in this one. Um, I think this is a this is a sound that uh, Sex on Toast was going for, like the Sex on Skaggs stuff that you hear on this. That sounds gross. Mm-hmm. I had some Sex on Skaggs. Yeah, I think that I think that's where Boz is going at at this point. Sex on Skaggs. Uh, we had to rip like out the S- carpet. Sounds like STD slang. Uh, I think, you know, this is what the sound they were going for, but but Boz isn't doing it tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think this song is a lot more sophisticated than what Sexy Toast was doing. They're way too blasted on huge cans of Fosters, to, to, and they're too food-poisoned by poorly barbecued shrimp. 
to reach this level of sophistication. They're just weighed down by dozens of blooming onions for breakfast. This song, this song's confident in the lead. You know, there's some disco strings in there. He's trying to get on the disco dance floor, but he's doing it with a great deal of yacht rock integrity, leaning hard on the R&B, less so on the jazzy surprises, but good old Bozzy Skaggsies. Uh, <laughs> I give this one a saxophone. I'll give this one a 72. I wrote down mine. Uh, before you said that, I gave it a 71. Hmm. I had 68 in my head. Uh, the number that was just in my head was 74. I'm sticking with it. And oh. we got us a Sex on Skaggsy 71.25. Good job, Boz. That's you did rock. it. This one written by Eli Lake at Eli Lake, complicit journalist to the Trump administration, Eli Lake. This is Donald Fagan Snowbound. Man, you t- you take a pro-Trump rumor, no matter how small it is, Eli will run with it. He is so excited to get up in good with the presidential administration. He is one complicit guy. He loves our show. I think Hi, he's Eli. complicated. I think he's a complicated man. I think he goes. I both, think no one understands sides, him, but his woman. But his woman, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I can dig it. Yeah, he does ask as excellent Yadernyak questions. This is Donald Fagg and Snowbound. Um, okay, so, uh, so my problem with 90s and beyond Donald Fagan and Celia Dan are well documented, I think. I don't, I don't like it for the boat necessarily. Uh, this is closer to smooth contemporary jazz and yacht rock to me. I'd be a little bummed if Brody Jenner played it at his pool party. Just a little bummed, maybe. Like, oh, oh, just because it's Donald Fagan you're playing it. But it would be, it'd be, man, this guy's great at parties. <laughs> no fun. It would be taking up precious space. That could go for something like Di- Dinah Ross's uh, Ross album, you know? Or some Mark Jordan jam. The real strong yacht stuff that I get excited about is stuff like that. Not necessarily this. I love Comerica, Comerica, Comerica Grade, but it bores me in a yacht context. Uh, when I when I watched this song on YouTube and uh, saw the video, I, me- I immediately had a Beavis and Butthead flashback. I get. I swear this was on the show, and I, and I want. I really want to know what they said about it, but I don't. They didn't. I couldn't find <laughs> is it. Is this is this the video where it's like playing on a little screen inside of a car? Well, their heads are on little cars. They're like TV heads are on little yeah. cars, and they're driving around. I like, have to uh, admit, when I saw this come up, I just listened to Black Sabbath Snowblind because it interested me a lot more. Oh. But, but uh, my, my point was uh, going to be that I feel like we filled a lot of the void of Beavis and Butthead mm-hmm. and our commentary on music. Um, so if those uh, two idiots can make people go like, God, I wonder what they have to say about this song. Imagine what four idiots. Yeah, you, you double it, make it older, <laughs> less funny. Yeah. <coughs> less clever. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rate this. I'll rate this song now while I'm thinking about it. I'll give it a 45. 45. It's kind of a little too mellow for me. It's it's it just it kind of just floats away from me. Uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't quite have that uh, that pure pop magic that I that, that really helps a smooth yacht rock song uh, go over the top. Um, stretch it out, Steve. I'm gonna put it. Where am I gonna put it? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. I'm going to give it a 39. Oh, that's pretty low. I get it. Uh, I went, as I was listening to this, 
I had 45 in my head, and that's the same number you gave. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm going, I'm going with it. Yeah, I think 45 is a good number. I think Dave just listening to what we do and trying to give a close number so we don't make fun of Dave, him. Wait, Dave, would you say that it's this? You like it, it's, but it's, it's not okay, quite there. But it's just not, you know, it, it doesn't just, do it. Doesn't for quite me. do it for you. Yeah. And I'd still rather listen to Snowblind by Black Sabbath. Um, no. Can you put that one on? I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a boat score. Uh, I think that if this song. First off, I want to say that Donald Fagan, um, not a good singer. Uh, he's better when he dials it back a little bit, and I think he does it on this, and I, so I like that on, on a Steely Dan Yacht Rock song. I think if this would have been on a Steely Dan album of the era, this would have been one of their more Yacht Rocky songs because they don't do they don't go too crazy in one direction. This is very straightforward for them. I don't hate it. I'm going to give it a... I'm gonna give it a 57. Which gives it a 46.5. It is Nyat. This one written in by M.A. Vanderbilt, yeah, uh, that, Mike Vanderbilt, Jagoff, Jagoff friend. <laughs> this is Gregory Abbott. Shake you down is a good question. Uh, listen. I'm just gonna. It's yeah. my personal feelings on. Yeah, I'd love to put Gregory Abbott on a fictitious boat, just so we on the fictitious boat, just so we could imagine a suave crooner who looks like Tubbs on a boat mixing with a bunch of bearded introverts. I would love. I just imagine that it makes me smile. But unfortunately, this is too late, and you can hear it in the production. Eighty-six. This is eighty-six. A few years earlier. Uh, give him Boddicker and Phillin Gaines and you might have something, but you don't, I don't think you got it on this. There's a lot more wrong than right with this. It's a good 50-50 statement yeah. right there. But I don't hear any guitar. There is. It's, it's, it's chanking. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is. I don't know. No, you hear a strum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so oh, maybe it's not. It sounds like I didn't. I, I wrote, it is eighty six. It is eighty six. Yes. Okay, I think this is great pop R and B. It's not yacht you rock. You can hear eighty six on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is eighty six. That drum sound screams eighty six. You might as yeah. well be going like, babe, I want to shake you down in nineteen eighty six. It's the year it is right now. So this is probably a Lindrum. I don't know, but I know we've talked about electric drums not being something that takes takes necessarily takes it away. And I never said that. My my thing is is the drum machine needs to substitute for Jeff Percaro. Yes. Who is a very tight, amazing, complex mm-hmm. drummer who adds really adds something to the song. This is the type of E drum that does not. It just kind of like very keeps the pace. It yes. just all it's do, it's a metronome type of E drum. I'm gonna give yeah. I'm gonna give this song a twenty. You get really punished for being a straightforward late '80s R&B song from old JD Riznar. Steve, it's a good song. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a good song. It's you know, it, it sounds well, like well, pretty well, well, pretty straightforward R&B. Me, uh, I'm gonna give it on the Yatsky scale. I'm gonna give it a 12. Hmm. Well, 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 well. He has the chops to be on the boat. He mm-hmm. does. Four years earlier, yep, you, he yep. would have been a shoe in yep. to get on. He works. He's working with Quincy. Did you, give, did you give this a number yet? I haven't given it. You wouldn't have had just, a shitty drum machine. I'm just saying. I'm gonna give him a little bit of credit as saying that maybe he's a firekeeper on here. This is a guy who clearly would have been on the boat, but he just came a little too late. I'm going to give this a 30. 
Four. Hmm. 20, 28 for me. Oh, 28, okay. 28 for me. And we got... Yeah, this, like, this like, little rapping thing he's doing there. Oh. 23.5. Well, that is near well, well, well. Yacht Rock. Ooh. Oh. It's written by Yacht Rock Bot. This is Bobby Martin. Show me the light from 83. Christopher Jeez. Cross much? Show me writes, the Yacht Rock. Right, check out that doobie bounce. Buzz Feetin is the major personnel of note, but wow, just listen to it. Yeah. Uh, this is beautiful. A-plus a work here uh, by both the Bot and the Bobby. Uh, Bobby Martin is a keyboardist and sax player who worked a ton uh, with Frank Zappa. Uh, so think about put that in the back of your mind. This is listen this, to this. Listen, this guy. Oh, man. He was working with Frank Zappa, going, man, I really want to make a Michael McDonald album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but he he also had appearances on uh, David Sanborn and Jeffrey Osborne albums. So you know he was just he's doing complex stuff, going, man, I just want to do some simple. Michael McDonald's on a yacht rock. This is great. I love it. I'll give it a quick number here. I'm gonna give this a ah, so good. I'm, I was gonna say I'm not afraid to put this in essential. Yeah, this this really? might be Listen this might sound. be essential. I mean, high 80s at the lowest for me. I'm still I'm still formulating. This is definitely is it's got a, it's got a uh, ride like the wind vibe yeah, on it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna. It, it's a bit of a pretender, so I can't give it a sense. Mm -hmm. Like he's okay. doing a lot of different stuff, but I, but he nails it. I'm gonna give this an 83. That's that's where I was going. You carry Chater 100 over here. I'm gonna give this one an 83. Listen, that was that was when we only heard nothing like that was no yacht rock, and then when finally we heard something that was yacht rock, it was like, okay, this is 100. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is Yacht Rock Bot showing off the world, showing off the world how deep he can go, swinging his old robotic Yacht Rock dick around. At 92 for me, it's a great, great find. Wow, you want essential? I'm at, I'm at 88. I like it, but it's not quite there. <laughs> 88. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go 85. I think we're all about in the right range. This one this is real good. I like it. My ears, my ears perked up as soon as you know it started. What? You know what? If you're gonna call me out on the chatter, chatter, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I'm gonna bump it up a couple points. Okay. So I'm gonna give it an 85. All right. Steve. Because I don't want to. I don't want to get. We're right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get chate shamed. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so from uh, you know, just so you know. You can chate shame me at every time, any time, and you're gonna get at least two points out of me, okay. up for my number. Just so you know, keep that in mind for the future. Eighty-seven point five. That's yacht. This was written in by Matthew Barto. This is Diodato. Just one night from 1982, and Matthew writes. Pretty sure this is Yacht Soul. I would, uh, it would be nice to see if uh, Yacht Skeet is a cracker of a tune. Uh, <laughs> that's Hunter, racist. You know, you, you, cracker you, of a tune. You looked into this. Well, what's this all about? Okay, so this is Emir Diodato. Emir. He's from Brazil and worked with Cool and the Gang in the late 70s. I think he's mostly a jazz guy. Yeah, he's mostly a fusion guy. He recorded on CTI for uh, a few albums. Yeah, he's and but he has some rock and pop crossover. Yeah. Um, this is from his album Happy Hour from 1982. No one of note is on this album, but he did work with Michael Franks and Lee Rittenauer at this time. Mm -hmm. Like not not like before. 
at exactly this time. So um, I like it. It this opening, but this opening is really repetitive. Um, but when it gets to the chorus, I think you'll hear it a little bit. Uh, it might be a little too funky. A lot of there's a lot of brass on this show, and I want some guitar. Uh, I think, unfortunately, this is a funk-jazz crossover song, but it's close. I like it, but it might not be quite there, Dave. <laughs> You're not paying attention, yeah, but he just did one of your catchphrases. Wow. But, <laughs> um, uh, this is writing a line. Yeah, I agree. It's going to come down to one we more. We haven't gotten to that part, but yeah. it gets more into it. There's, yeah. there's still just like the same thing. It's going to come down to the Brody Index for me, and I want to hear what Steve has to say. Sometimes when you listen to these, I, I, listen, when you listen to like a jazz guy trying for a crossover, sometimes they don't put the same effort in it. Like, oh, I'm just doing a pop Here song. Oh, that's a good bridge. It, it yeah, changes. The song changes at that mm-hmm. point. Um, but sometimes jazz guys don't put the same level of uh, attention to detail into their pop songs as pop song guys with jazz chops put into their pop songs, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, it just feels like, oh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing this. I'm slumming it. Well, the, the jazz critics are is a wicked, they're a wicked mistress. Mm-hmm. And if you turn your back too far on those, on those jazz guys, they'll turn your back on you and kick you right off that, off the, out of the jazz scene. Yeah. So they're, the they're constantly curious. keep that in the back of their mind. Like, I don't want to get too far over that. I got to put some jazz, enough jazz in, in there. Is, is, I think Bridge hopped it over the line for me. 52. Hmm. 42. It's not there for me. I respect yeah, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's quite there for me either. It's, it's, uh... Yeah. Hey, everybody, remember your numbers? Because my, my computer, I think, they just lost a little power. Hmm. Wait, just... uh, it's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll listen back. Uh, I want to give it a 37. Cool. Write them down. <laughs> We're going to divide them. Wait, well, we wait I'm coming cal- back. we got to go back to the calculator method. Hey, guys, how's it going? Things are pretty awesome. We're rocking and rolling. No, I got... I. Our, uh, our producer guy, uh, Mr. Bruce. We're good. We like I'm good. These, we like this crap. We like it when we mess up when we have technical problems. It's it's the only thing about our podcast that are raw and real. We're so cold and intellectual. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's how I would describe all. Oh, of us. hey, listen to this cold part. Cold intellectual. Wait, this part's not very yacht rock. No, it's not. But that's why it it's a real fifty-two and not a sixty. See, this is the part where he's going. You know what? I gotta get some more jazz in there. 52, Dave, you gave it a 42? I gave it a 42. Steve, did you give it a number? He gave it a 37. So Hunter, what'd you give it? Um, he didn't. I didn't. Okay. I'm gonna give it a 40... I'm gonna give it a 46. Because while there is that one part that's very yachty, he changes it up too much and he doesn't... He doesn't... He doesn't commit. Yeah, he doesn't commit. It's almost there. There you go. I like it, but it's... It's not quite there. Not quite there. I messed up my calculations, so we might as well just say them one more time okay. so Hunter can type them in because he's just about back. Well, do you guys have a... Uh, 52, 37, 42, and Hunter... He's not, no, he's not ready yet. Do, do you guys have a fun story that you might want to tell for just a minute while we're listening to the end of this jazz mm. song? I learned how to play cowboy song on bass. That's a can fun story. Can you tell story. us a story really that doesn't make story. you sound really cool? <laughs> what? No! <laughs> I'm not going to tell that story. By the time I crap my pants what's, on the bus. What's the, what's the shirt you're wearing there, Dave? Oh, it's a, it's a Hawaiian bar where you had your uh, wedding rehearsal dinner. Yeah, what's it called? 
Uh, La... Hold on. Let me <laughs> Gonna look at it. Did you go La back? Mariana? Did you go back there while you were in Hawaii? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, La Mariana Sailing Club. Did you have a mai tai? I had four mai tais. <laughs> Your tie. Hey, and we're back. Forty-four point two five. That is Miat Yacht Rock. Michael Galasso at Goomba Mike. His, wrote uh, this in Bruce. This is Bruce Hornsby's Mandolin Rain. You should use his nickname. What is his nickname? Uh, Michael Ass to Oh, that's right, Ass to Galasso. Uh, he says, Hey, you guys have discussed the Bruce Hornsby's Mandolin Rain on the Divorce Accord episode. But it never got the full of yacht and yacht treatment. That's how Goombas talk. I heard it the other day at the producer section of the 99 cent only store, and it transported me to the land of a true smooth. Well, Michael Ass to Grasso. Asta Grasso. Actually, no, it is. That's, that's Asta Grasso. Wait, no, I think oh, it's the wrong person. Oh, is Michael Asta Grasso? Yeah, it was Asta Grasso. Sorry, Michael Asta Grasso. That's not your nickname. Uh, I think the fumes of those 99 cent vegetables may have clouded your judgment here. Uh, this is 86. No personnel. Should I say I uh, didn't bother looking up personnel because it's irrelevant. This is, there's no sound here. It's not smooth. It's a great song. It's a divorce court classic. Give this one. This is a, like a kind of song. It's a twelve for me. The reason it's not yacht rock is that it's adult contemporary. This is this is what soft rock became after yacht rock. This is straight up adult contemporary. Some of, some of it did mid to late eighties. Yeah. It's it's the the prime era for adult contemporary. Yeah. This this goes on a mixtape with End of the Innocence by Don Henley. Absolutely. You know, somebody has a glass of wine on their piano. Maybe some. You mean you're talking about divorce court? Divorce court playlist. Yeah. Divorce yeah. court mixtape. Yeah. Uh, s- 21. Uh, I'll give this a... Sounds like Steam Escape. Did, did I write anything? Oh, yeah, I did. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to give this a... I don't know. It's not even that smooth. Yeah. It's like... It's just it's just sentimental. It's like he's marching through the yeah. rain. So I can't even give it smooth points, so I'm going to give it a, a 14. 15 for me. Jeez, Dave, you really gave it a high. That's 15 points. I mean, I like, I like the song. It's a pretty good adult contemporary song, but it's an adult contemporary song. It's 15.5? 15.5. It is Nyat. Last song of the of the session, number nine, written in by Henning Mielke. Uh, I bet he is German. This is Lake on the Run because he asked Nyat or Kraut Yacht Rock. Uh, yeah, it's a, I like this one, but it, it's got good spirit. But it's a standard classic rock song uh, and stays as such. Um, and this band, it, apparently they're out of Germany, and it's, but it's not even Krautrock. Yes, what is this? It's not. Uh, somehow they managed to become a southern rock band, uh, which is weird because they don't have much of a twang in Munich. Um, nevertheless, it's a southern rock, there. It's a southern rock song with a touch of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and maybe a little bit of young. Yeah. What a great song. I love this song. It's, yeah. it's way too hard and intense and rocking to be out. Some solid cowbell action in there. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of uh, tapping on cymbal stands too with the drumsticks. Yeah, yeah. But if, if this if this were good song or nude song, it would make the boat. But it's not. It's yacht and yacht. So I'm gonna give this one a seven. 
I'm giving it a. I'm giving it a 15 because they they, they gave it a give it a good try in those uh, in the harmonies. Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna bump up to 17. I'm gonna give it 10 more points because I realize it's very of the era. It sounds like a little a little adjustment here or there. It could be over. Yeah. I'm gonna go with my uh, my little league baseball number, which was 12. Is that cowbell? Beautiful. That's that, not that, yacht. that riffing is way too heavy. Absolutely. Uh, this, is not, this is not a Yacht Rock song yeah, at all. It's an interesting song. I'm enjoying it. Uh, on the Yachtsky scale, I'm going to give it, I don't know, uh, like a 10 for the harmonies, I guess. But compare compare this to the, the rock coming out of Germany at the same time. Mm-hmm. This is pretty smooth. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, but uh, alas, gets a thirteen point five. That is Nyat Yacht Rock.